This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You are listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 716, A Castle Nathria Christmas. Today's sponsor is Audible. Give a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth! And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Mendris, and with me I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Oh, hey. How you doing there, bud? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing okay. And of course we have Allie. Hey, Allie. Hello. How you doing? All right. It was a bit of a Monday. Not going to lie, but I'm happy to be here and talking about this game. It's a pretty good game. Well, you know, sometimes your 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 Mondays are, are more Monday than more, most. So hopefully your your future Mondays are less Monday. Yeah, let's go and with I'm that. I feel like I'm talking like a Smurf right now for some <laughs> weird reason. I don't know why. Like a Smurf or Garfield, you know, like the I hate Mondays cast. S- yeah, something like that. It's just weird. Uh, we're moving along here. Yeah, just just move along. It's fine. It's fine. All right, then. Uh, so, uh, Allie, how was your weekend? Well, including your stream last yesterday, which was hilarious until you fell asleep. I was so tired by the end. I'm like, okay, guys, I, I gotta go. I could not keep my eyes open. I tried, but I, I, I couldn't. Um, I didn't know my stream was hilarious, but that's that's a thing. <laughs> it was it take was what you get. what you take what you can get right yes it was a good week we raided which i i will leave that to toasty to talk about what i will mention about that is i did not expect to raid last week because i was under geared i was fully prepared to take a step back and run some dungeons and stuff to get my gear up while they raided but there was a few people who were undergeared and enough raiders that they decided let's just go for it and see how we do. And and, and so we went in, which I did not expect to be raiding. That 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 happened. I like Castle Nathria. There are some bosses I can't tell if I'm gonna like or have a love-hate relationship with. We'll have to see in the coming weeks how things go. But we are seeing more healer mechanics 
which is interesting. And those are ones I either love or I have that love-hate relationship with. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> but it was fun to be reading again and it was great to experience a place and see the new RP. And I enjoyed that. I enjoyed finally getting into Torghast. Did some Torghast with my husband. And that was that was really nice because we've been wanting to do that. So it's nice to actually be able to do it. And doing world quests and dailies and weeklies and covenant stuff and just getting diving into all of it now, finally. I do like that as you get your renown up, you get more story quests. And that's been really interesting because I, I did one, actually did two yesterday for Night Fae, which I was not expecting. So that was that was quite the experience. But some more story. So I, it was it was nice. It was good. All in all, just, uh, I mean, you, you know me, I can gush and ramble for a bit, but, uh, well, I won't, I won't do that and have one of you guys talk now. Wait, wait, you like story? I never knew. Yeah, I kind of like story and lore. It's, it's, it's a weird thing, you know? Crazy. Right? Imagine that. So, uh, before we go on to Tosia, I want to talk a little bit. So, uh, I'm doing the, the... Skip ahead. Don't do the the campaign stuff on both my druid and my my uh, demon hunter. Uh, my druid is night fay, and I'm very curious to see at what point I'll start getting like actual story stuff uh, for the night fay. Uh, because right now I'm building renown. I think I'm at four or five renown at this point, but I'm not actually getting into the story quests. Um, so I'm very curious to see how that's all gonna come to me uh, later down the road. I imagine the story content tied to the Renown levels won't come until level 60. I mean, that's my assumption. Yeah. I haven't actually done much in the Threads of Fate system yet, outside of the two world quests. No, wait, only one world quest I did on my mage. So, I don't know, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really curious to see how it's going to come out, um, on that. But, uh, how, how's your group out there, Wilder Toasty? Uh, first week in, uh, first week. This week, eh, bah, bah, that word's hard. <laughs> last. So we're at this point again. Okay. Yeah. At least now I'm getting words out. Uh, last week in WoW. Right. Last week in WoW was really good. Uh, like Ali said, we did the, we did the rating thing, which was a lot of fun. We are currently sitting four of ten. In Castle Nathria on normal, we got Shriekwing down. We got um, Huntsman Altimore down. Uh, Hungering Destroyer and Artificer Zymox. Uh, the Hungering Destroyer fight, I well, once we figured everything out, I really enjoyed that one. Same with the Huntsman Altimore fight. Actually, all, the, all of the fights that we completed this week were a lot of fun. I really enjoyed all of them. The Shriekwing thing, I got to take full advantage of warrior mobility, which was nice. I was leaping, leaping, charging, and intercepting everywhere to break line of sight on his ability, which was really cool. Um, even busted out my Venthyr uh, shadow step thing. Well, it's not shadow step. The door thing. The Reaper ability that Venthyr have. I got to bust that out, which was cool. Uh, 
one fight that I did not particularly enjoy, and I think Ali would agree with me, uh, Sun King's Salvation can... Can... Uh, what's, a, what's a PG way of saying this? Die in a fire. Yes. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I, I like that it's unique. Yeah. And I like that there is healing mechanics, but it is one of those I can't tell if I'm going to like it or not. And it doesn't help that one of the healers went in super undergeared. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it feels like there's a lot going on between ads and what the healers have to do. And it's what everyone else has to do with clicking on the pedestals. And it's, it's a lot. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like at least normal <clears throat> probably could have done with one less NPC type. And it would have been a bit more manageable. Plus there's so many things that just interrupt your, that ability where you're healing Kael'thas. When you're when you're using that well or whatever, like there's a yeah. bunch of there's a bunch of AOE going out that has a wide range, and if people aren't positioned properly, you're interrupting it, and and the, like the big heal for that doesn't really kick in until the last tick. Uh, it just like like you said, Ali, it could just be a gear thing too. Um, I know a bunch of people were severely undergeared. I think somebody dinged sixty. The day before, which is, uh, you know, their their gear would obviously not have been that great. <clears throat> that being said, the the fights that we did get down, like there was, there, there was, we, we we there was some struggle at first, but we were able to get the mechanics down and progress. I was actually very happy with how we progressed through Castle Nathria, considering the gearing of some people. So with better gear and some of the people I know that are a little bit behind in gear are going to be, are also the kind of people who are going to hit that gear grind hard when they get the chance to like our experiences will get better. And maybe, maybe fights like Sun King Salvation will not be a gigantic pain in the butt. Right. And stuff like Huntsman Altamar won't come down to the wire because Huntsman Altamar came down to the wire for us. Like when on on yeah. on the on the pull where we actually managed to kill it, I was fully expecting us not to. I think I think that's when I actually was there to watch. Yeah, it was. It was you. You, you were dead, right? Yeah, and. And okay. I, I just want to point out, as is tradition, on every boss that we killed, I was dead for the for the for the kill attempt for the for the attempt where we killed it. Sorry. So tradition has been maintained. <laughs> Accurate. Like when I went down on hungering destroyer. I'm look. I was keeping an eye on everything and looking at everybody who was executing it. They were doing it. Everybody was doing it fantastically. And I'm like, this is it. Like, we're gonna kill it. It's all because I died. So, Ali, for for future stuff, if it looks like we're doing really well, let me die, and we will probably kill it. At least that's luckily. Luckily for you. I use push talk when we're raiding, so you're not going to hear my maniacal laughter. Oh, but that would be so much fun. 
<laughs> There's so much chaos in our in our raid group right now, though, in terms of talking. That um, that's probably a better idea to be on press and talk, though. We've got a lot of new people in the raid group. We were pushed like yeah, a lot. We had twenty. <laughs> we had twenty five people, and if I'm remembering correctly, there were some people missing. Like we're we're close to pushing thirty people in our raid group. <laughs> that's crazy. That's that's a lot of people. Yeah, like we're pushing so many people that you might actually end up healing. I might. We'll see. Broder, Broder and Kodo were getting geared. And Broder is going to be healing. Okay. So that puts me at DPS. But if we keep adding all these extra people, we might need six healers. We might not. I don't I don't know. It feels like a lot. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, that that that's a problem for the for the raid leaders to solve. Exactly. <laughs> well, we'll just do what we're told. And let's be real, I'm not going to do anything besides DPS. They're not they're not going to tell me to do anything besides DPS. They saw what happened last time I tanked. Well, Sarah saw what happened last time I tanked. Arlie didn't see that because she wasn't there, which is why I had to tank. <laughs> um, outside of Castle Nathria, I did my usual stuff. You know, I uh, hit up Torghast. I didn't progress as much in Torghast as I would have liked. I managed to clear layer four of both the wings, which was fantastic. I'm starting to think that if I want to progress past that, I might have to actually group up to do Torghast. Layer five was a little bit punishing. And that might just be a gear thing too. But yeah, I don't think I made it past the third floor on layer five solo. And like I said, could be come it could be it could be me not having uh good enough gear yet, and it could also just be that my anima power selection was not ideal. But there were definitely like even even clearing up to the to, to the floor three of layer five, there were com there were come there were there were entire mobs, entire groups of mobs that I was just skipping over. Because looking at it, like I just knew there was no way I was getting past them. So, I don't know. We'll see. We got a little bit, and like, and you know, Rage is only going to give better gear. Uh, and then, okay, so anybody following me on Twitter knows that I was in a Mythic Plus yesterday. This is the first Mythic Plus I, I've run since uh, since Shadowlands, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, it's a it's a it's a plus three. It shouldn't be too bad. It's four. It's got four. It's fortified, so increased health. Whatever, no big deal. <clears throat> and first few pulls are going pretty well. I, I am noticing, however, that I am out DPSing everybody by a large margin. And it was, a, and one of them definitely should have been out DPSing me because, like, there were points where I had to uh, stop DPS because I was running out of mechanics, and they were a hunter, so you know they can move in DPS. So they should have been doing better than me. They weren't. Like, okay, whatever. Uh, and then at the, f it just fell apart from there. It, it went awfully. <laughs> Like, I'm talking over 60 deaths by the end of the run. We didn't time it, obviously. Like, 
let's face it, with 60 deaths, we are not going to time it. That that's that's a lot of time off the clock. But what I what I did like to see from all that was that it didn't turn into the Mythic Plus groups that you hear that you see and read about on Twitter or Reddit or whatever, where people after one or two bad pulls decide to pull the cord and drop group. We, we we stuck through it and everybody was talking and communicating about what needed to be done uh, to make the next poll a bit better. We like we ran out of time on the key by the third boss or by the by the time we finished the second boss of Necrotic Wake. And you know, we just kept kept chugging away at it. And like it, it was getting better towards the end, so that was good. That was nice to see. But at least I got my mythic plus done. So I, we didn't time it, but it doesn't matter in terms of the great vault gear the situation. All you gotta do is finish a mythic plus, and you're gonna get that extra bit of gear. I know there's a bit of confusion because some of the text around that makes it seem like you need to time it. But I think it was Ian or Warcraft Devs. Some, some one of those two came out late last week. I want to say and said, you know, you don't need to time it. You just need to finish it. Right now, it'll show something different. Don't worry, you're gonna get an extra chance to loot if you just finish a Mythic Plus. So that's cool. Yeah, I went. I went into yesterday. Thing I'm gonna do a bunch of Mythic Pluses, and after that, I was, I was not having it. <laughs> But that's that's about it for well for me in the last week. Medros, what did you get up to? Um, my week was doing a lot of like alt stuff. Um, so I basically did, made sure to do my daily quest in my sanctum, uh, doing mission table and stuff. Uh, did a few uh, a few uh, world quests here and there as I was doing it. Um, uh, when I discovered there was a world boss, uh, now I went out and did that. And uh, I've done a few other ones, like did a quest in Maldraxxus at the arena uh, yesterday. Um, I'm, a, I'm a little frustrated because I think there's at least a 50% chance that somebody cost me a mount yesterday. So oh, okay. the the bosses in the in the arena in Mildraxis all have a chance to drop a, a mount. Okay, and I had I had found a group to go do because I, I, there's a world quest there to do two of those and uh, the, on the first one somebody got a mount and I was like oh okay well maybe I'll look around do a few extras even after I do a two since there was a group of hordies there as well uh, farming those bosses. In on the on the realm that that I'd been brought over to, and on the fourth one, uh, I had died. I was just coming back, had rezzed, walked over to the boss, right clicked to see what I had, and I swear I saw the name of the mount very briefly before whoever was leader of the group either kicked me out or disbanded the group and the window and the bo- and the, the mob vanished. 
on me. Again, I can't guarantee, but I'm I'm I feel like there's like a, a 50-50 chance that that was what I saw. Um, just didn't have a chance to loot it before it was gone. So you got no loot from that boss at all? No loot at all. Because I when they just met, when they, when I when I was no longer in that group, I switched back to my realm, where the boss was the the, the boss that was active at the time was still standing there. Weird. Thankfully, nowhere near me. So that was good, but weird that it happened that fast. Normally, because I, I, I joined a few of those groups at Theater of Pain too, to get that world quest done. And when I left, like the corpse of the whatever I killed hung out, hung around for a little bit. It didn't disappear right away. Then you must not have been changing realm then. No, I changed realm. It did. It did. It did change. Okay. It just didn't change right then away. Maybe I was kicked out of. Maybe I was kicked out of group longer than that. Um, all I know is. Like, I, I just got, like, there was absolutely a, a purple item in there. I don't know, I, I didn't see exactly what it was, but the name was definitely long enough that it w- could have been the mount. That sucks. Yeah, and I checked my mail today three times, and there's nothing there, so. It is what it is. I mean, it's, it's, I can always go back and do it anytime that quest is up, because I'm sure there'll be people doing it. I mean, you don't even need to wait for that quest to be up. Those bosses are always spawning. Yeah, but I can't kill them myself, and I, I, I've I, not seen there's a, a large number of groups doing them when there's no quest. Fair. Uh, in fact, even when there's quest, I don't see, always see groups up. So, uh, But yeah, so uh, I, I'm trying an experiment this week uh, on my main. Um, so I feel like every week... I've gotten a quest to collect a thousand anima. Right. And I completed that last week. And now I've just saved up all the anima stuff I've gotten this week. Like since I completed that to see if, if I turn that in after I uh, get that quest, whether it will then count and I'll automatically like right away complete it. Okay. So I'm hoping that'll be the case. I'm going to save you some time. It doesn't work. Okay. Uh, if, if you pay attention to that counter uh, throughout the week, while you have that quest, even if you don't turn it into your reservoir, it's counting up. Darn it. Alright, well, I guess I'll just go turn all the 1,500 anima that I have saved yeah. up right now. <laughs> yeah. I tried that um, in the second week, and I was very confused by it, and then somebody happened to be mentioning gotcha. that in general chat. Yeah. Um, so, I went over to the place uh, where the lost featherling is, Um as I had uh, go, you can either go to one of these two dungeons or go to do this really hard quest. Uh, so I went over there where where the Lost Featherling was uh, on, I'll say Thursday during my lunch break. And maybe it was Thursday or Friday, I can't remember. But I went over there, uh, was just, there's a lot of people over there. So I was just like tapping stuff as they were killing it kind of thing. Uh, and uh, got my lost featherling, and uh, it is one thousand percent as cute as I thought it would be. Congratulations! I know you were very excited about um, that when you got it last week. Oh, when we heard about it last yeah. week, sorry. Yes, uh, so very glad to have that now, and uh, very, very much my new favorite. Like this is almost as good as having a permanently out uh, swolkin there beside me all the time. Like, it's just a little smaller. It isn't quite as helpful. 
but it's just as cute. <laughs> um, and my druid is now up to 56, has gone through Bastion and Ardenweald, and I think I took him over to Meldraxxus next. Uh, and he's done some stuff over in Meldraxxus. And then my Demon Hunter is almost 55, has completed all of Reverend Dreth that he, all the stuff he did in Reverend Dreth he had to do, and just started in Ardenweald. Um, uh, so my, my Druid I went counterclockwise, and I went clockwise with my Demon Hunter, starting with the zone that they ha- chose as a, um, uh, as a covenant, and then uh, once rest XP is used up on both of those characters, then I'm going to bring in the Death Knight, uh, and he'll fill out the covenant. The uh, so I have one of each covenant go- going at the time. Uh, and I'm feeling like I'm okay. I got with this. I feel like I'm not going to be getting any gear that is better than what I currently have unless I do Torghast or Dungeons. Um, like in in BFA, when, uh, when I, I, I could see that I was plateauing and then I'd finally replace the last piece that would put me above a certain marker and then suddenly things would start giving me the, the next you know, rank up in gear. Uh, and I feel like that's not happening because my main is at 150 and the most he could get right now is 152 before there's really no upgrades. And everything I'm getting is maximum 148 unless it triggers a boost up to 151. And it's just, like, frustrating, I guess? Because I'm like, oh, so I've been playing this character for a very short time. Even this week, while well, uh, Castle Matthew was open, I'm still not getting any increase in the eye-level potential from gear. Uh, like, I, I click on... Uh, I click, click all of the, the the maps, look at all the world quests. It's not giving me any... There's no no potential for better loot unless it triggers an upgrade. Uh, I check my mission table, the one piece of gear it gives me. There's no chance for an upgrade. And I, I feel like... I feel like it's locking me away from getting better gear. Like, I don't know what Castle Lathrae gives, but I'm pretty sure, like, world stuff should still give a little bit better than it's giving at this point. Uh, so that, that's that been a bit of a frustration. It's just like, okay, well, I don't need to worry about gear because it's never going to give me anything better at this point. Um, like, most of the good stuff I have was crafted or triggered a thing. And, like... I'm shocked, to be honest, that crafted gear is better than what I'm getting from World Quests. Because I don't expect that. Like, BFA, Legion, like, crafted stuff was significantly worse than, than what you're getting in World Quests. Um, and I, I feel like that's just 
surprising to me for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, um, to be fair, they, they did want to put a little bit more emphasis on making professions a bit more important in this expansion. That's demonstrated at least a little bit with the legendary crafting system. You know, all the different, different prof- some of the different professions will give you the base items to create your legendaries. Right? So there's a bit more emphasis on the profession stuff. So to me, at least, it's a little bit more believe. It's 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 believable that some of the crafted gear is going to be a bit better than what you're currently seeing right now. I, I don't know what exactly triggers the higher reward level, the higher gear reward levels. Um, like I know at certain at a certain point previously, once you hit a certain item level threshold, the gear yeah. you started seeing from world quests and all the other stuff around out in the world. Uh, started to get a bit better. Well, World Quest is giving 148. I'm currently at 150. Uh, I I can't imagine what more I could, like, do I need to hit 51, 152? For it to start, like, I, I would think at least hitting your eye level being what the World Quest stuff is would give you more. Um, maybe I just need to wait a bit more for the World Quest to give you better gear... Once Mythic Nathor is open, maybe I, I don't know. Like it just it, it feels off to me compared to the last two expansions. Actually, you and know, how you did. You know, now that I, now that you mentioned it, I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, like because I'm obviously a, a well above that mark, right? I'm I think I'm sitting around one seventy yeah. some. Now that I'm thinking mm-hmm. about it, I don't remember any of the world quests. Like at least at a base level, granting anything above the 151. Now, I have heard, and so other people have told me this because they came across it, there there were some occasionally some world quests that were that were awarding some higher gear. Um, I believe it was yesterday um, somebody in a stream I was watching mentioned that they saw a two-hander or a weapon reward off a world quest that was it was rewarding a 184. Hmm. But that's but that was a chance at it. Right? And may, and maybe or and maybe that was like not a common thing. Like it'll occasionally do something like that. So uh, Yeah, like Manny says he's able to get gear at 161. And I'm like I'm just curious like I'm getting 148s from the world right now. My my eye level is higher than that, so it's almost like it's basically saying, "Oh, yeah, you're not getting any better until you go do some dungeons or go do some raids." And I think we all know my response to that. So apparently, the item level in the world quest is also determined by your renown level. So I'm not sure what level of renown you're sitting at. Are you capped out on renown? Uh, seven, I think. Okay. So maybe it's just a matter of progressing in through the renowned quests. I mean, I, I I have nothing more I can do for renown at this point. Like, I'm not getting anything that gives me renown other than the one or two that I get each week from my my people in my sanctum. Um, like, unless doing raids, Torghast, or dungeons gives you renown uh not no it's just the it's just the it's just the quests you get from 
from your sanctum. I got I got I I got the I got two this week like for anima and one for uh, doing some stuff within uh, Revendreth, and I'm sitting at right now nine. Yeah, I think you you got started earlier than I did by a few days, and I think I may have missed one that at that point. Oh, okay. So maybe I'm sitting at eight. I'm not sure. Um. But I, I mean, I, I, I do know that like I'm sitting here baffled because I there's no quests other than like stuff to go to the maw and go to Torghast that I haven't done. Like everything I have right now is basically just um, on my main at least is just Torghast stuff and stuff to. The daily one to go to the different zones. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it's a little frustrating. That's all. Yeah, I get that. It's it's a little, it's a bit it's it would absolutely be frustrating, especially um, if you're go, if you're doing go, if you're going through all that stuff with the with the intent of uh, tackling some of the other content and trying to supplement your gear with world quest stuff. That would that would that would suck. Yeah, like the the daily quest gives me the favor of the court, or those kind of like the the one that has the vendor trash worth about uh, fifteen hundred gold, and sometimes there's a conduit in there, uh, but those never give renown. Uh, the only one that I've ones I've ever gotten renown from is the one quest to go collect souls, and the one to connect collect dynamo. The only ones that I've ever gotten uh, renowned from. And you're doing the soul and animal one, yeah? Yeah, every week. And I'm currently at renowned seven. Mm. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, I do see it at at at, at rank eight. Uh, additional cam- additional cam- uh, next chapter of the Kyrian campaign will become available. So, and I think there was a I gear mean, guess... award from. Eight. Okay. I can't remember if it was cosmetic or not. I, I, I just know when I got it, I'm like, okay, well, what I have right now is better. So. It, am I, oh, was it cosmetic now? I can't remember. Nope. Yeah. It's it's, it's just gone out my head. I'll pay closer attention next time. Or try to find the quest name that, where I got the reward from. Yeah, it's just it's just a little frustrating. Like, I, I'm trying to continue and and, and progress and and get, st- get where I need to be, and it's just like I, I feel like it. I feel like it's being time gated in an unpleasant way. Let's put it that way. Um, but I mean, we'll see. Maybe maybe at some point, there'll something be something that'll make it feel like it's a little more worth it. I guess. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, the, uh, as long as you've got the like, are you the the world the, the content you're doing right now? Like, is that is that being affected by your low gear level? Like, are are you struggling with that? Um, no, but I uh, I mean, I also don't feel like I'm getting the gear that I want. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not feeling like I'm progressing in the in a gear sense uh, with what I have. That's all. Okay, yeah. I need to see if I want to do this Path of Ascension uh, thing or not. I don't know. We'll see. 
Which one was that? Uh, uh, that's the one of the sanctum upgrades. It's um, get uh, as a, an active an ancient rite of combat in which you act as a tactical guide for champions of Bastion, testing their metal against a series of powerful foes. I don't know. We'll see. Not sure if I want to do that or not. But uh, that I do have enough anima for that right now if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, like I I know that I'm not gathering anima as much as, much as I should want to at least. Like um, I did a really hard mission table the other day, and one of my champions died or, or was needing healing, uh, and it would be it would have taken about. 75% of the mana I had at the time to to get it back up to full health. And I was like, yeah, no, I'll just wait. I'll bench you for a little while because I'm not paying all, almost my anima to, to revive you. Yeah, that's just not happening. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I am enjoying the expansion. Um... The very the, the the vast differences between the, the four zones is definitely really good, and and Ali, you mentioned something in your stream last night uh, that I'm quite looking forward to, and that is uh, pointing out that there are lots of rooms in that upper ring for more zones to go to in the in the future. Yep, yep. I think we're I looking am, at future patches. I'm excited for that, but I don't know where or not they'd be because we see the whole map right now. And there's nothing that's obscured or clouded or hidden so far. So, see. It should be interesting. They could just take something in the corner of the map like they did with Argus. It'll be fine. Yeah, true. I don't know what theme they could put other stuff to, though. I feel they have the the, the key themes that are in World of Warcraft. Like, demonic, undead... Nature and light. I guess I don't. We already have a void area for the void elves. I don't know. It's just you to theorize, and, and it's been stuck in my head since you mentioned it yesterday. So congratulations for distracting me today. Well, you're welcome. Um, sorry, not sorry. And <laughs> Shadowlands has infinite realms, so who knows, right? But why would we not have heard of them by now? Like I would have expected at least some hint. Maybe they're secret. It just came out. Maybe they're secret to the people that uh, we've encountered already. Hmm. I suppose that's a possibility. But I doubt it. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, one of the things I did realize that I hadn't noticed, no, hadn't known, and and was unhappy to notice, and not have known ahead of time to plan for what was coming, uh, when Season 1 launched, uh, the Paragon... Uh, caches from BFA uh, were nerfed significantly on the gold they gave um, by about 90%. So uh, turned in a, a Paragon cache on uh, Wednesday and instead of getting 4,000 gold, I got about 400 gold. So I've now stopped doing reputation stuff on my characters that are still over in BFA uh, and they're now farming pet charms. Which is really disappointing because, like, maybe two or three of them out of the like uh, eleven will actually have a pet charm one that day. But I currently have three thousand saved up, so 
At some point, I will go buy all the pets I want. Yay, pets! Right? Um, but yeah, uh, that that was that made me sad, uh, and and basically made it so that uh, I completed all of the uh, missions I had open at the time uh, for reputation, and I haven't done one since because there's no purpose for me doing them. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that was pretty much my week. Uh, now that I talked for like thirty minutes, I feel like. Um, let's talk about this week in WoW. All right, so this week in WoW, we've got Castle, Nathria, Mythic, and Elifar Wing 1 opening up. That Wing 1 would be the Leeching Vaults. Um, with that, Torghast Floors 7 and 8 open up, and with that, the maximum Soul Ash that you're able to get per week has bumped up significantly. So, you should be able to get 1140 Soul Ash from Torghast per week now, assuming you complete... All unless you complete, eh, assuming you complete layers eight in both wings. So yay, more legendaries or more upgraded legendaries. Assuming you have the right memories. See, I got no ash when I went into Torghast. That's very disappointing. I feel I was ripped off. When, but you only went done for that one quest, right? No, I, I post uh, post leveling. I went to get Bane. Didn't that? Didn't Bolvar give you soul ash for that? I don't believe I have any soul ash. Because both quests that have sent you in to retrieve people, at least the the latest quest that sent me in to retrieve someone, gave me soul ash. Gave me 200. Well, I will have to check on that and, and get back to you, because yeah. I don't recall receiving any soul ash. Uh, and if I got soul ash and I did not notice I got soul ash, then I apologize to Bolvar or whoever gave it to me for not noticing. Yeah, double, double check your currencies tab, because... You should have gotten Soul Ash for retrieving people from there. Well, I, I would like to request that the currency tab not have me so full, because there's way too many currencies in this game. Though, thankfully, they are, like, a page, not items in my bag anymore, so that's good. Just hide everything that's Sorry. not current. That's what I do. But it always opens everything up when I log back in. Does it? Yeah, at least for me, it never stays minimized. Weird. Mine stay. Mine stays closed. Wonder if it's an add-on that I have. All right. So my uh, my Shadowlands currencies. I have eight grateful offerings, twenty-three infused rubies, uh, a fair bit of reservoir anima, and uh, five hundred seventeen stygia or stygia or whatever the hell it is. Stygia. Uh, I have zero soul ash. So oh. getting bane gave me none. That's all I know. Have I've, done, only, I've only gone in there to get Bane. Have you done the quest with the Rune Carver? No, I don't even know who that is. It's the guy who crafts our legendaries. Uh, stating again, don't know who that is. That might that might be it. All right. Well, then I guess that's the thing. Uh, literally, I went in. I got I got Bane. Came back out. Haven't been back since. I have five, four or five quests to go in there, so I'm sure one of those will be that. Yep. There's a quest to address the rune carver specifically. Yep. Um, that would require me to go into Torghast, and, and I don't want to go to Torghast, so it's all good. All right, then. Um, okay, so outside of that, we've got the Shadowlands Dungeon event starting December 15th. That runs to the 21st, so if you're looking for rep and all that stuff, that's the thing to do. And... 
Another thing that's coming up is Wintervale. That starts on December 16th and runs to January 2nd. I did figure out where to get the quest for the weekly events. It's by the bank. Yes. Norbus. We're at, we were wondering that last week. I figured that out this week. So, yay me. Figuring shit out. And yay for you for how to how to edit that out. Good, good job. All right. Uh, as was uh, mentioned, uh, we have Mythic Castle Nathery opening this week. And uh, that comes after it only took three days, which, I mean, it took three days for her Castle Nathery to be cleared, uh, which is, I think, two days more than it usually takes for the, the new raids to be cleared on heroic mode. Um, so, uh, who was it that did it? Limit. Oh, okay. They're, they're the the people who beat um, Method last time, right? Correct. Last... Okay. And then Method imploded, right? So, they are likely to remain the champions for a while? Um, um they're, they're, some people have recently rejoined Method. Method is on this leaderboard, and they cleared it sixth in the world. Okay. Well, congratulations to Com- Complexity Limit for... Uh, completing Castle Nathir Heroic, and good luck on uh, the Mythic coming up. Um, so, I, I assume at least one of you has watched all the video from their clear, right? Uh, I did not. I don't start paying attention to World First stuff until Mythic. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Well, is there any mechanics you've heard of or, or anything that you are concerned about as you guys go through and, and try and do the uh, normal, then heroic, then maybe mythic at some point? No, no mythic. Never mythic for our group. <laughs> that Why not? That that the, the raid size we talked about will drop significantly. There's <laughs> there's not a lot of interest in for most of our group to do mythic. Fair enough. As for mechanics... Like, I haven't paid attention to the mythic fights at all. Like I, I don't. I haven't looked at the mythic, uh, the the different the changes to mythic and all that because I will not be facing those mechanics. I'm concerned more about the about the heroic stuff. And even okay. then, I I only really look at the videos for the bosses I'm expecting to go up against. So I watched exactly okay. the 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 uh, the uh, the fights that we went up against this week. Huntsman's going to be fun and heroic. I am not. I am looking forward to that. Not. I'm like, not at all. That's going to be. That's going to be awful. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sun King Salvation. I also see being a gigantic pain in heroic, just because it is also a gigantic pain on normal. So, are you guys surprised that it took so long for them to complete it on heroic? Because usually, doesn't it just take a few hours? The uh, world first. Well, I wouldn't say a few hours. It's definitely done within the day. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was I'm, surprised. I'm not too surprised myself. Between some of the more unique mechanics and everyone still—I mean, not, maybe not everyone still can use their covenants, but we bring into account covenant abilities and whatnot, and people still gearing up and potentially being busy with holidays, although these top guilds probably, you know, raided and did their mythics and stuff anyways, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm not too surprised. I expect it to take at least a couple days. 
Okay. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm a little uh, a little surprised that you know some of the other, some of the guilds I remember from the last one aren't on this list. Like, there's some guilds that I, I recall from last time that, that haven't uh, made the top ten this time. But it's been a long time since then, so. I imagine that some of them are focusing on pushing Mythic Plus keys right now, because right now, if you push those keys high enough, you're going to get slightly better gear than what's available in, in, in these. Or, or you'll have more chances at gear, sorry. At getting gear that's about the same level. So, I imagine that's where the focus is right now. Fair enough, fair enough. It does seem like uh, originally some bosses were tuned harder, so would that have also led to some of the the longer time to down it? I imagine so, especially some of those some of these fights uh, where where certain things like Sun King Salvation apparently was one of those fights that was that was not working correctly. Um, so there's the the soul pedestal thing that I was referring to earlier. Um, that that's that's one of the mechanics in the fight that you're going to use to heal up Kalthos. Mm. And apparently in heroic, um, the soul pedestal the soul pedestal was like the damage being done to you was increasing with every tick, but it wasn't increasing the amount of healing done to Kael'thas. So you're doing, you're doing more and more damage to yourself for less benefit to the mechanics of the fight, which was to heal Kael'thas up. So that would have made the fight a lot, that would have made the fight a lot harder. Because, like, even, even when we attempted it, and we attempted it post-nerf, the amount of damage being done to us was like at that that final tick if you weren't quite topped off it would it was bringing you very close to death if not killing you outright and because that's a big part of the fight using the soul pedestals to heal Kalthos the fact that it wasn't healing the right amount um would have made it I, I would imagine so that people were either prioritizing that less or just um, needlessly killing yourself trying Wait. to do that portion of the fight Kalthos is in here? yeah surprise spoilers dude jeez not really okay <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm never going there so it doesn't matter to me but some people might be might be upset by it. It's also um, so yeah, like some of some of some of those some of these like not great tuned fights would have definitely extended the race. Yeah, from what I understand, Sludge Fist is was also was also very difficult. Um, from what I from what I had heard, uh, people were having a lot of trouble with it, and it was a very tight DPS check. It doesn't help that there were uh, some one-shot mechanics. So, tuning that fight appropriately uh, would help out a lot as well. So, yeah. The, the, the tuning here definitely would have slowed people down. Which is 
which you know makes the fact that they ki- that that some of these groups killed kill uh, cleared class on that three heroic completely before the nerf even more impressive limits cleared it three days after release I don't believe these these hot fixes were in at that time oh no wait no they would have been never mind so three days after release would have been yeah okay never mind I misspoke forget it they 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 they, they, they cleared it post nerf because <laughs> I think I think the first round of nerfs and hot fixes hit just as like a just before we started pulling on Wednesday, and if it's three, yeah. So the never, never mind. I misspoke. My well, bad. At, at least it'll be <laughs> properly tuned for you guys when you guys get there eventually in heroic. Yeah, yeah. And from what I understand, there's there, there, there's still been some hot fixes applied to tune things. I think I think uh, Sun King Salvation got hit, got another nerf or another tuning pass recently. So. Adjustments are going to be adjustments will be made. Of course, that's expected. All right. Well, let's, let's talk about something that anybody who does rating does not want to see hot fixed. Yes. So, apparently, Castle Nathra is being a little too jolly in this holiday season, and was giving too much loot, and that has been hot fixed. Well, at anybody- first I read this. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's done Revendreth knows that Saradonathrius is not generous, so it's got to be somebody else. Accurate, accurate. So, when I first read this, I was I was really frustrated. <laughs> I was like, "But, but we want our loot. Why? Why are you taking our loot?" And apparently, their goal is to have a consistent loot acquisition. In the player experience between all endgame activities. So raiding Mythic Keystone Dungeons and PvP. And so as of now, as of reset tomorrow at the time of this recording, the bosses say say you have a 20 man group, 20 player group. It was dropping five items per 20 player group. Now it's going back to the average of three items, which is what is intended as of reset. So, yeah, on one hand, as a raider, I, this, this kind of bums me out. On the other hand, I get what they're saying with trying to make it even between all the end game activities and loot acquisition. So, yeah, that's that's a thing. <laughs> did you Did you get any drops last week? From raid, I got not from raid. Nope, I didn't get anything from raid. I got a uh, conduit from the world boss, and I got a couple things from dungeons, but nothing from raid. I think I got a conduit as well from the world boss. I managed to snag a ring. It's not the best ring for me. It's got versatility on it, which you know, ew. I've got 20 conduits right now, and that seems to be higher than some people have, so I think I'm doing pretty good in that regard. Also, for the record, this bug, plus the the fix for the bug, will not affect conduits 
or legendary memories, since their drop chances are determined separately from the rest of the drop chances. Just for the record. Yay! Yeah. And speaking of loot from the raid and drops, there's been some clarification about weapons in Castle Nathria, since some people aren't quite sure what is going on with that. There are no actual weapon drops in Castle Nathria. Instead, we're going back to the good old weapon tokens. Kind of like back in the day, you would get an armor token that would be good for certain classes. It's kind of like that. Instead of being called weapon tokens, they're spherules. I think that's how it's being said. So out of the 10 bosses, six of them drop some kind of token. Four of them are weapons. And two of the bosses are shield or offhand tokens. And that is from... So the weapons are from Sun King, Huntsman, Ultimore, Hungering Destroyer, which... I need to have words with that boss. And the Council of Blood. And then the shield or offhand tokens come from Artificer Zymox and Lady Inerva Darkvane. And with the class eligibility tokens, it's one of those things where your particular token will drop off a particular boss. For example, my token for a weapon will drop off of Hungering Destroyer. Whereas if I want offhand, I get that from Artificer Zymox. So when you're trying to look at weapon upgrades and whatever, you are looking for weapon tokens. Tokens. Yes. I'm really looking forward to not seeing a weapon upgrade until we kill Denathrius. That's that's cool. Super I mean, excited you can by get that. you can get a sh- you can get a shield from Artificer Zymox. Quite you. <laughs> <laughs> a shield did they bring did now, they bring gladiator stance back no okay well no good <laughs> now you will take those weapon tokens and take it to your covenant and in your covenant I'm sure well you but you would have potentially by now have seen the vendors that you take it to to get your weapon yeah so there is an update on that, because it's good to get that clarification. I'm sure I've seen those people around somewhere. What, what What's frustrating about those tokens? Because uh, I, 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 I couldn't remember where the token... I knew the token... I knew, I knew about the token thing. So I went to look through the loot, the, the, the dungeon journal, to see which ones drop tokens. And say I selected Sire Denathrius, right? Where my weapon token drops. If I just select Sire Denathrius and click on his loot tab, it doesn't show that there. But if I just go to the general loot list, it'll tell me the token name and it'll tell me where it drops from. But like, I'm not used to doing that. I I go boss by boss. That's that's my way of checking loot uh, as we go through the thing. It was just a little confusing. Like, where are these tokens dropping from? It doesn't actually say anywhere in the dungeon journal, but if you just go to the display where all the bosses are, or if you go to the page where all the bosses are displayed, it'll tell you the token name, and it'll tell you the 
boss it's from. It's just a weird little quirk that that I was very con that, that had me very confused for like the first half of the raid on the first night. Like, where does my token actually drop from? So I'm, I'm confused, Toasty. Uh, isn't there two places you can get your token from? Not just Sarah and Athris? Oh, right. Council of Blood. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily need to be Sarah and Athris you have to kill. You could get yeah, it knowing my Knowing my luck, it'll be Sarah and Athris. I mean, if Will was there, you would not get it at all. So, I mean... This is true. You're, you're that, absolutely that right. That was just random. It, it's entirely up to chance. So it all depends on whether the game likes you as much as Will does. So Sire Denathrius it is. Gotcha. <laughs> Sire Denathrius like 10 or 20 runs down the road. Yeah. Yeah. And since I didn't actually clarify that well enough, Sire Denathrius does have a chance to drop all four of those weapon tokens for the different eligible class groups. And then Stone Legion Generals are the ones that drop the... That also has a chance to drop the shield or offhand for the eligible class loots or class groups as well. So your token will drop from one of two sources, basically. Yes, depending on what you're going for, because, you know, weapon versus shield or offhand. Right. They're different. What's a shield or offhand thing? I, I use offhand sometimes. What's that? I use sh- offhand sometimes. Oh, that was just a joke about me being uh, like tried and true fury warrior. That I know. I'm... I was I was sidestepping your joke. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shut down. Well, something we shouldn't sidestep is the 2021 WoW esports. Right. So today we got a. We got an announcement as to how the esports scene for WoW is going to work for the upcoming year. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about both of them. We're going to start with the Arena World Championship. So there's a little bit of a change to format. Uh, basically, starting today, uh, teams in both North America and Europe can sign up on game battles for Season 1 Open Cups. So there's eight different cups, I believe. Uh, that image is really small. Yeah, there's eight different cups, four in North America, four in Europe. And teams will compete within those cups to win it from a prize pool of $10,000 US. So after so after the conclusion of each of the cups, the top eight point-earning teams from both North America and Europe will advance to the circuits uh, for their respective regions, NA and EU. And uh, they'll, they'll compete... Um, in a four-week round robin for a total prize pool of $160,000. And then after that, the top four teams from each region will um, earn their spots to compete in the Season 1 Finals, and they'll get a shot at a $200,000 US prize pool. So that's the way Season one's going to work. Once Season 1 has completed... Uh, Instead of doing what they did in season one with a bunch of with a bunch of open cups, season two will start with the top six regional teams from the season one circuit automatically advancing to the season two circuit, while the remaining spots are going to be played or will be filled by going through a relegation cup. So, the relegation cup will consist of the bottom two teams from North America and Europe in in that circuit, and they'll fight out fight it out with a amongst 
a bunch of other open competitors to try to get a spot in season two. And then from there, the two, top two teams from each region will advance from the cups to the season two circuits. And after that, it's very similar. They'll the top four will compete for it will compete in the finals and fight for the Arena World Championship Shadowlands twenty twenty one Grand Finals. So I realize that's a, that's a gigantic word vomit. That's if you want more information about that breakdown and how all that's going to work, uh, Blizzard has a blue post up for that. Um, to move on to the Mythic Dungeon Invitational, that's the sign-up for that starts on January 14th, and that's going to work a little different than the PvP one. While the PvP one has some restrictions because of region, you know, it's very important that uh, region isn't a factor in the PvP stuff because, you know, ping is a thing that exists. Uh, that's not really the case for... For the Mythic Dungeon thing, they're they're competing against the mechanics and bosses in that are that are there right now. So basically, there's going to be, I believe, eight different cups. Uh, there are four globally, and there are three based in China alone, and then. Uh, final for the for the China ones. So basically, from within the cups, they'll they'll compete they'll compete and register for time trials. From there, eight global teams will from each week will advance to an MDI cup, and the teams will receive receive points based on how well they do. In addition to competing for a share of each cup's twenty thousand US prize pool, at the end of the four cups. The six teams with the most points will move on to the global finals. And uh, two from the China MDI division will move on to the finals. And from there, those eight teams will battle it out for the 300,000 US prize pool and the title of MDI Global Championship. Uh, as I said, you can start, you can sign up now. And um, from what I understood from the video that, that they had up earlier today, um, starting January 15th it'll be alternating weeks between the two things so the first one will be MDI and after that it'll be the Arena World Championship and it'll kind of just alternate week to week to give the teams a bit of a break from competition for a week before going back into it again um, they, they they talked about for the MDI thing uh, of the entertaining, entertaining the idea of one-off events which is basically tackling the mythic plus key format a little bit differently, maybe in, instead of uh, outside of the usual complete completing the the dungeon within the time limit and with the if, with as little depth as possible. So they, they they didn't really say how they would change that format up. They they mentioned something about how much they complete but it wasn't super clear on that so they said that they'll they'll provide more information whenever those events are coming up and of course the new seasonal aspects for this for this uh, 
season of mythic of mdi will be prideful it's the one that we're familiar with right now in shadowlands and so prideful just a recap is um players will overflow with pride as they defeat non-boss enemies eventually forming a manifestation of pride when you defeat this manifestation the players will become greatly empowered and that'll allow for new strategies so the amount of trash will eventually come back to bite you in the butt but once you do it it'll hopefully help you out a little bit so yay um Similar to last week, I don't have too many thoughts on this, just because I, I watch both of these things at a very casual level. I tune in for the finals, basically. I'm not sure if any either of you two watch these more than I do. And have any thoughts on these changes? Not really, but I, I was intrigued to see how they're going to adapt this year. Yeah, the whole... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, I don't really have a whole lot to add. It's definitely... Interesting to see how they're going to handle things, and uh, I wish all the teams who apply the best of luck. So, Felix of Nod is going to be going for the uh, the MDI, right? Uh, there, there are definitely some people in our group who would think about doing this. I don't think a lot of us would, though. Well, that just sounds defeatist to me, but whatever. We have a certain level that we like to play to, and we're happy sticking with that. All right, then. That's not defeatist. Okay. If that's defeat, if that's defeatist, then an attitude like saying "I don't want to do dungeons or raids" would also be defeatist. Yes. Yes, it would. Yeah. 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 I'd say so. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about our sponsor, shall we? Actually, let's talk about this late-breaking bit of news that Ali brought to our attention. Ba ba ba. I'm. I'm. Oh. Oh, chat. Okay. So, if you missed out on getting the Shadowlands Collector's Edition, the physical version, and would like to get your hands on it, you you can do so. There's a um, it's going to be back in stock at the gear shop, and apparently it will ship by Christmas. So, if if you didn't get it, or if you know somebody who did not get it and would like it, that would make a very nice Christmas present for you, for them, or for yourself. There you go. And as usual, like the um, the upgrading thing will still apply. So if you've got already got the standard edition or one of the lesser digital editions, um, you'll get some Blizzard Balance credit, depending on whatever edition you had previously associated to your account. I don't believe they said there was mention of like a lower number of these things but of course you know i imagine there's some limit to it so if you if you really want it make sure to head to the gear store uh, it will if you're in if you're in the states it'll ship by christmas it doesn't mention any other region so take that into consideration as well cool all right so now I'm going to talk about our sponsor. Okay. So today's show is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Now last week, if you if everybody remembers correctly, I played a clip by the request of Medros. And this week I'm going to play a clip from another book 
that is tied to a world that means a lot to me. So let's let's have a listen. Don't kill my sister. What is going on? A group of friends is gathered around a table, littered with papers and minis and dice and beer bottles and the remains of a veggie tray. They talk wildly, voices overlapping and rising as they start to panic because a group of adventurers is in a tower and the tower is falling. The friends and the adventurers are the same, and yet they are worlds apart. This is the wonder of the game. Laura Bailey is a voice actor. She is also Vex, a half-elven archery expert with a pet bear named Trinket. She is at the table clutching at her hair and staring at the papers in front of her for inspiration. She is also in the tower, riding a too-slow platform toward the ground as the stones around her begin to shake. Four of her party members have already escaped using magic. All the others, including her twin brother Vax, could possibly repel out of a window. But Trinket can't hold a rope. Vex will not leave her bear, and the others will not leave her. At the far end of the table, Matthew Mercer begins to speak, cutting through the crosstalk. So, that was a clip from The World of Critical Role, the history behind the epic fantasy, written by Liz Marsham and the cast of Critical Role, narrated by Mary Elizabeth McGlynn and Felicia Day. You can find that and nearly 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash atareads2020, and we'd like to thank Audible for their support of the show. Alright, so our question of the week from last week was, we're about two weeks into Shadowlands, well now three, because you know, it's a week later. How are you feeling about your covenant choice? Have you done a covenant change? Leo Wilde says, I'm very happy with my decision to go to join the Night Fae. I haven't changed it and I don't plan to. Grim says, I picked Venthyr on my hunter, but I've considered changing due to my lack of power, as it's the least optimal choice. However, I'm not a hardcore or min-max player. Love the theme, rewards, story, and overall atmosphere of the Venthyr, so I'm staying where I'm having the most fun. Good choice. Yes, yes, it's a good choice. Oh God, yes, this is. Are you ready for this? Yeah, one? I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you? Are you sure you're ready? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Seraphis says, "I went to a covenant once. The nuns whipped me pretty good, but the straps were tight and very uncomfortable. So I went to a different convent. The cuffs were, the cuffs there were silky smooth against my skin. I'm glad I made the change. What were we talking about again?" So, so you said covenant the first time, but it's okay. yeah, I meant to say convent. I was I was too too excited to read the rest that I read <laughs> covenant instead of convent. Thank you, so. Seraphis, as always. Yeah. I think maybe <laughs> get back to you on that one. Uh, all right, Rika says loving my covenant choice, and I have had zero regrets. I don't think anyone I know in game has changed covenants. I think most of our guild went with what we liked best. Not a best in slot. Uh, Mito Ryoka says, I went with the Night Fae, loving it like I knew I would. Smiling face with three hearts so far. I only know of one person in my guild who decided to change their covenant. Honors Hammer says, Love my covenant choice. I wouldn't even think about changing it. And Feora32 says, Love Night Fae. Wouldn't swap no matter what. Uh, I am still very much enjoying Bastion. Though I feel like I'm not getting enough story. And I want more story. Because story. Well, just progress further in the Redown. Um, 
You'll get it. Apparently, I'll have it by sometime tomorrow, I guess. All right, next week's question is, Wintervale starts this week. What are you hoping to find under the tree? Money. If we're talking in-game, I want my frog soul shape for night and pay. Apparently, it's a little harder to get than what I had originally hoped for. So, that's that's what I want. Yes. I would like gold, like wow gold under under the Winter Veil tree, because, oh boy, all my raid consumables are very expensive. <laughs> I, normally, I'm able to keep up, but man. Like, I burned about half my gold getting set up for raid this week. Or last week. But prices will go down, right? Like, it's not going to stay high forever. I hope so. Because that was a lot of gold to spend. Like, how, how much gold did you spend? About 30,000. Okay. Wow. All right, then. I mean... To be fair, that's all, that was also on enchants. I spent a decent amount of gold on enchants, but I wasn't buying the expensive ones because it's heroic dungeon gear, and I'm expecting to replace that. Okay. So I bought cheap ones. So the majority of my spending was definitely still on consumables. The flasks are expensive. The food was a little spendy, and my my potions are not cheap. So I either want, under the Winterville tree, I either want gold or a stabilization of the consumable market. Uh, for me, I am, uh, I would say, probably a week away from having a million gold on my mule. And as I said previously, uh, there was a time when I had 250 gold or less, 1,000 gold or less on my mule. So uh, I'm, I'm rather enjoying the current... Uh, flush of cash I've got. But I still want more. Just to clarify. Well, who, yeah, who doesn't want more gold? A fool. Alright. Um, Alright, so shout out time. Let's start with Allie. I have a couple that came to mind today, but I'm going to pick one. And I'm going to say shout out to everyone who works for Places like Amazon and other online realtors, r- retailers, words are hard, <laughs> and anyone on the delivery side of things. Because with the pandemic, I think a lot of more, a lot, a lot more Christmas shopping is happening online. So it means all these people who would normally be busy this time of year are extra busy, I would imagine. So just shout out to all of them. Toasty. Um, Ali beat me to it. I was going to do the same thing. So I will, snap. I will, I will just echo that thought because it really can't enough can't be said about the amount of work. Um, like those, those people at the bottom end of things are doing right now between the delivery drivers, the packagers, all, all those people, they, they are, un, they are busy to an unprecedented level. I would imagine this year. And hopefully, hopefully it's not too hard on you and you make it through okay. <laughs> um, also, I, wa- I, wa- I want to shout out everybody who tuned in to my stream on Saturday. Uh, it was 
the fi the final day of my TPHL tournament. We went for almost six hours, which is by far the longest stream I've done. Um, we had a lot of people stop in and enjoy enjoy some simulated hockey. We got to fill the hockey-sized hole in our hearts right now. It was a lot of fun. Um, Med Medros, to answer your question from last week, it was the Manitoba Bisons and the Quebec Voyager who made it to the finals. Okay, so first question, uh, not not part of the question you think I'm going to ask. Uh, how did it feel being a play-by-play -play announcer for your virtual league? I had a lot of fun doing it. I mean, I was very nervous uh, the first time around. Like from on day one, it was nerve-wracking. Uh, but I, I feel like I got more comfortable with it towards the end. I don't know if that was obvious or anything. Ali, you might be able to tell me because you watched the, you watched a bit on the last day. No, I think it was good. I mean, when goals happened, especially when that fight happened, oh, so good. But when when goals happened, when penalties happened, whatever, like you had the energy, and I felt like I was, you know, listening to an actual game. Like I thought you did really well. Thank you. I was like that that part I was very nervous about. <laughs> so it's nice nice to hear that. From my perspective, uh having watched I believe your first and I think your second to last, uh I do feel do feel you got much more confident with yourself and much more confident in your your calling technique, uh for lack of a better way of putting it. Uh I felt like you grew into it. Um much more quickly than I would ever have done. Um, and you seem to be having a lot more fun rather than just being on edge and nervous at the end. So, uh, congratulations. Thanks. I, I, I do have to admit, uh, in the finals, my bias was showing a lot. I really wanted the Bisons to do well. Okay, and and, and uh, my next question, feel free to decline due to spoilers. Uh, how much did the Manitoba Bisons win by? I will not answer. That's what I thought you'd tell me. I, I figured you'd tell me that I had to watch it. Find out. Which is fine. The only thing I will say about the finals, it went the distance. Went the full five games. Okay. Um, My... My shout-out uh, is going to be, I think, one that can be echoed by many, many, many people. Uh, my shout-out is to all the scientists who worked their collective asses off uh, over the last many months to come up with a vaccine for COVID-19. Um, now that countries are starting to distribute it and, and put it to people and get it uh, in the public, you know... We finally are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel of um, a nearly one-year global, I'm not going to say nightmare, but definitely really bad dream. Um, and, I mean, I know that we are not at the end. Uh, there is still a long way to go um, before we are in my country or in, in the U.S., uh, at a point where restrictions can be lifted and people can safely go outside again and gather and concerts and hockey games and stuff like that can happen with, with crowds. Um, but I see hope and it's been a long time since I've seen that. So 
Um, my shout out is to all the people who worked on that and um, thank you for sacrificing all that you sacrificed to get this done. Yeah, as I said to my family yesterday, there's a light at the end of the tunnel that lights a pinprick right now, but it's there, and that's the important part. We got a long way to go. Yeah, but it'll happen. And there's not a train coming at us, so I'll take it. But yeah, so that's my shout out. Thank you for neither of you for stealing that. I've been I've been working on that for like the week last week. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's about it. So let's do our outro. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, you can call us at one seven eight five ATA well five or one seven eight five two eight two nine six nine five. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. And if you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash all things AZ. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty Stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can find the show over on Twitter at allthingsaz. Medros is at Medros. Vandeth is at Vandeth. Ali is at AliAndrusK. I'm at toastypostycan. And you can find the network over at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from the Dawnforge network, including GroupQuest and Shattered Soulstone. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of Mythic Castle Mafia. Go Big Dumb Guild! You can do it. <laughs>